Welcome to Furniture Industry News for Wednesday, January 10th, 2023 from FurniturePodcast.com, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover consumers' unexpected spending growth in 2023, product delays and container rate rises affecting global trade, reasons behind retailers' closures, acquisition of Lakeland Mills by Hickory Furniture Collective and Green Gables Furniture, houses design creations inspired by Emmy-nominated shows and Joybird's class action lawsuit. Consumers in the United States spent more than anticipated in 2023, despite high inflation and interest rates. However, Chief Economist Jack Kleinhens of the National Retail Federation predicts that spending growth will likely slow down in 2024. Kleinhens pointed out the resilience of the consumer throughout 2023, noting that despite concerns of a recession, consumers continued to spend. This was despite the challenges posed by inflation and higher borrowing costs. However, these favorable conditions may not be sustainable in the long term. Tighter credit conditions and higher borrowing costs are expected to persist in 2024, and employment reports indicate that the labor market expansion is slowing down. The January issue of the NRF's Monthly Economic Review highlighted several factors that supported spending in 2023. These included a tight labor market, a wealth effect from increased equity and home prices, and savings accumulated during the pandemic. Inflation-adjusted gross domestic product grew by 2.3% compared to the previous year, and December saw one of the lowest unemployment rates in decades, standing at 3.7%. Additionally, Wages increased by 4.5% year-over-year, surpassing the 2.6% inflation rate, according to the Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index. While consumer spending rose by 5.2% in October and November, adjusted for inflation, core retail sales increased by 3.7% in the first 11 months of the year. However, job openings decreased to their lowest level since March 2021. Pandemic savings that fueled spending in 2023 are diminishing, and revolving debt has reached pre-pandemic levels. Although consumer confidence has improved, it remains relatively low. Surveys indicate that consumers are concerned about factors such as income outlook, business and job market conditions, higher interest rates, ongoing inflation, and political stress. One crucial factor in the future outlook is the Federal Reserve's approach to interest rates. The central bank has indicated the likelihood of rate hikes, but also the possibility of cutting the benchmark federal funds rate from its current range of 5.25% to 5.5% to 4.6% by the end of the year. Overall, while consumer spending surpassed expectations in 2023, the outlook suggests a potential slowdown in growth for 2024 due to tightening credit conditions, higher borrowing costs, and a decelerating labor market expansion. IKEA has announced that some of its products may experience delays due to the ongoing conflict in the Red Sea. The situation in the Suez Canal has led to potential availability constraints for certain IKEA products. IKEA is closely engaging with its transportation partners to prioritize the safety of all individuals engaged in the IKEA value chain and take necessary precautions to ensure their well-being. IKEA is actively exploring all possible alternatives to mitigate the impact of these delays. The conflict in the Red Sea, particularly with recent attacks by Houthi militants, has prompted major ocean shippers like Maersk and Hapag Lloyd to cancel plans for transits through the area. 
As a result, carriers are rerouting their ships around Africa's Cape of Good Hope, which adds significant extra time to their voyages. The increased transit time and disrupted shipping routes have caused container rates to rise substantially. Last week, spot rates rose by 61%, reaching an average of $2,670, which is 88% higher than pre-pandemic levels. However, according to the White House spokesperson, John Kirby, the rate increase has not yet affected American consumers. Kirby emphasized the significance of the Red Sea as a crucial waterway for global trade. The extended voyages and added expenses required to bypass the conflict zone raise concerns about the impact on global commerce. Although the conflict has not currently resulted in a specific effect on the U, S. Economy, there is growing awareness among countries about the potential threat to the free flow of trade. The conflict coincides with a period of reduced demand, resulting in more blank sailings and a 20% decrease in capacity. Consequently, higher costs are expected to eventually reach consumers, as companies adjust prices based on lessons learned from previous supply chain disruptions. In 2023, several retailers closed down or shut their stores. According to Tom Liddell, the vice president of Planned Furniture Promotions, there were various reasons behind these closures among 32 of PFPA's clients. While financial stress did play a part in a few cases, it wasn't as prevalent as initially anticipated. Liddell states that many business owners were ready to retire and leases were coming to an end. However, financial hardship was not the primary cause for most closures. Instead, business owners made a conscious decision to retire, with some citing difficulties in retaining employees as a common theme. While some of these retailers began their closure process in 2022, it was completed in 2023. The list of affected retailers includes various businesses across different locations, such as Ashtabula Sleep Gallery in Ohio, Botter's Fine Furniture in Pennsylvania, and Bob Hawk's Home Furnishings in Lebanon, Pennsylvania, among others. Liddell predicts that 2024 may witness a similar trend due to a multitude of factors. He emphasizes the challenges faced in finding skilled salespeople and warehouse workers for those who don't wish to retire. Additionally, locating qualified managers to run their businesses becomes a major hurdle for retiring entrepreneurs. Overall, 2023 was a turbulent year for many retailers, but financial stress wasn't the sole reason behind their closures. The industry witnessed a mix of retirements and difficulties in retaining employees, leading business owners to make the decision to close their stores. Michigan-based log furniture manufacturer Lakeland Mills has been acquired by Chad Galloway, the owner of Hickory Furniture Collective, and Bob and Tricia Rouse, the owners of Green Gables Furniture. This acquisition is part of a partnership called American Exclusives, which was established last March when Galloway's companies, Flat Rock Furniture and Old Hickory Furniture, teamed up with Green Gables, the owner of Western Heritage Furniture. The partnership aimed to provide retailers with a streamlined buying process by offering all four brands in one place. Green Gables was responsible for managing orders, distribution, and customer service for the entire portfolio. The acquisition of Lakeland Mills is seen as an opportunity to preserve and enhance the company's legacy. Galloway stated that their focus is on growing the brand, creating jobs in Michigan, and expanding Lakeland Mills' presence in the indoor and outdoor log furniture market. The previous owners of Lakeland Mills, 
Calvin and Teresa Hunt, will transfer ownership to Galloway, while the Rouses will support the company in its operations and sales. Jason Hunt, the son of the previous owners, will continue as the president of Lakeland Mills. The Hunts expressed their confidence in passing the company on to Galloway and the Rouses, as their passion and vision align with the principles that have contributed to Lakeland Mills' success. The Rouses also emphasized that the addition of Lakeland Mills to the American Exclusives Partnership brings new dynamics to their operations and opens doors to new markets. Lakeland Mills, known for its rustic log furniture, has been manufacturing products in Michigan for over 50 years, predominantly focusing on outdoor furniture. Home design and remodeling platform House has utilized its House Pro business management and marketing software to create designs inspired by five Emmy-nominated shows, The Bear, Ted Lasso, The White Lotus, Succession, and Wednesday. These designs, crafted using House Pro's 3D floor plan tool, capture the essence of these popular shows and their main characters. According to Madison Holmland, a house designer, every aspect of these spaces from the overall style to the intricate furniture details, has been carefully selected to reflect the personal styles of the show's characters. By employing the 3D floor plan tool in House Pro, unique design elements like the floating stairs in Shiv and Tom's penthouse or the marble tile from the White Lotus Hotel can easily be incorporated, bringing these rooms to life. The 3D floor plan tool not only benefits home professionals by helping them visualize renovations and redesigns during the planning phase, but it also assists their clients in understanding and envisioning these design ideas. The designs inspired by the Emmy nominations are as follows. The Bear showcases an industrial-style kitchen with an Eden dining booth, while Ted Lasso features a laid-back living room with a traditional style. The White Lotus offers a luxurious spa-like bathroom inspired by the grandeur of San Domenico Palace. Succession presents a light-filled Tribeca penthouse with wall-to-wall windows, a floating staircase, and curved furniture lines. Lastly, Wednesday displays a dorm room that represents the contrasting personalities of Enid Sinclair and Wednesday, incorporating cathedral ceilings. Stitch Industries, which does business as Joybird, has been sued in Los Angeles court for false reference pricing or fabricating the original price of an item before selling it at a substantial discount. In the proposed class action suit, Plaintiff Christina Thiel Yancey alleges false advertising and intentional and negligent representation, accusing Stitch of offering discounts that are pervasive and creating the false impression that its regular prices are higher than they actually are. According to the suit, Thiel Yancey spent thousands of dollars in September 2021 on an ottoman, sectional, and sofa through Joybird's website, believing she was getting a steep discount and that she only had a short amount of time to make a decision. Defendant advertises steep discounts on its products, the suit reads. These discounts routinely offer X percent off the listed regular prices defendant advertises. Defendant represents that these discounts will only be available for a limited time, but in reality, they continue indefinitely. For example, defendant represents that its sales expire on a particular date. For example, save 35% now through 9-5. To reasonable consumers, this means that after the specified date, defendant's products will no longer be on sale and will retail at their purported regular price. But immediately after each purportedly time-limited sale ends, defendant generates another similar discount with a new expiration date. 
Thela Yancey seeks unspecified compensatory damages, restitution, and punitive damages. Representatives from Joybird and Lazy Boy, which owns Joybird, did not immediately respond to requests for comment. Stitch Industries represents the third major furniture retailer in a year to be hit with accusations of false reference pricing. Last February, top 100 retailer American Freight was sued in California. Just last month, Ashley Furniture agreed to settle a class action suit, alleging it misled customers to believe certain products were worth more than they actually were. Per the settlement, Ashley gave class members a $30 voucher that may be used on any of the company's products. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Stay tuned to Furniture Industry News from FurniturePodcast.com to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry and make sure to subscribe for future episodes. 